The EP Podcast, heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Glenn Paduski is hanging out with me in the basement. He is the public information officer for Evergreen Park. So this is going to be a great show, pulled from the ashes of bad, Glenn. Things have gone horribly awry this week. Last week, and first of all, say hello to everybody. Hello, I'm, everybody. I'm rude. I'm ignorant. I, I'm just in a bad spot today. Okay, Glenn. I. You're doing well. No, no, I'm not. First, I mentioned everybody on the last show. I went to Boston for like this bachelor party and, and a wedding and everything. I had to do everything too because the guy's the guy's brother like showed up at like the last minute. Like he missed everything. So I became like the de facto best man. The, the actual best man, the brother of my one of my best friends in the whole world who I went to Boston for his wedding. The actual best man, his speech was apologizing for being a bad best man. He should have said it to me because I'm the one who was throwing money at things all week long so that his brother would have... You know, all the stuff that, like, you normally get for, like, your wedding from a best man. Like, I've got I've got wedding planners. The wedding organizers are calling my phone nonstop for two days. Where's the groom? You got to have the groom here. Groom's going to have to be here. I'm on the phone going, why am I, why do I have, why do you, how did you get my number? How do, I, I never even been to Boston. Now I'm in charge of this thing because the guy's best man didn't show up. I ran the bachelor party. I had to keep track of all these drunks running around the city that I don't know where they're at. It was one of those things where I was exhausted by the time I got back, and then I'm not feeling well, and I got this head cold. Ben, it was a good time to be in Boston. Oh, it was fun. I mean, I love Boston. It was just, beautiful. Just airlift me into Boston Common, because I will not drive in that city at all. Oh, I'm going to tell you something, first of all. One, <laughs> of the, one of the nicest cities that I've been to, and I'm going to say, if you've never been to Boston, stay in a hotel, pop whatever money you have to down, and, and stay someplace close to Boston Common or along the Freedom Trail, you'll have a blast. Right. Go into the North End. Great Italian food. Get some cannolis at Mike's. I, I had I had so much fun when I was there, but I came back with a head cold. Then there was an emergency on the Southwest flight coming into Midway. They had to do CPR on some woman four rows up from me in the middle aisle. Luckily, she she came too. But they're on top of her doing chest compressions, and the pilot is coming in as fast as he can because it's an emergency now. It's a medical emergency. My ears would not pop because of all the compression. And, and, and the sinus thing. So I haven't heard out of my left ear for like a week going to see the doctor now because it's like, I don't hear out of this ear. I'm just deaf and on one side of my face. And on top of all of that, I get back in the studio computer is, is so glitchy that I've had to bring it over to computer Greeks up on 122nd in Harlem and have them go through the entire system. So you're using the old podcast equipment that, that I've had since 2004 when I back when I was a radio broadcaster and I was using this stuff in my apartment building in Southern California to help put together stuff for my radio show that I had out there. And now fast forward, you and I are hooked up to it. So I don't know how this is going to sound. You know, it's it's two guys talking to each other. What exactly does the public information officer do for the village? Well, there is a Because it seems like you do a lot. Well, I try. It looks good on the resume. Um the, the thing to mention is there. sometimes I'm confused with being the village spokesman. And that's not true. There's one village spokesman, and his name is Mayor Sexton. So what I do is in charge of outgoing information. So if we have a village event going on, I work with a lot of the other departments, recreation department, youth department. If there's a, a village event going on, 
it's my job to get it out there. If there's something going on with the uh, the street closures, which nobody wants to hear, but uh, we have a few venues to get that out. We have the um, our email uh, our email blast that comes out every Monday. Right, got about three thousand subscribers. Uh, that's the best way, really. That pops into your mailbox at four or five o'clock every Monday. I will supplement that during the week if there's something else that needs a a blast. Much like the EP podcast hits well, there your you go. hits your podcast player you at four a.m. every Monday morning. Uh, yeah, I messed up this ma- last Monday because it was a holiday. But um, we also I maintain our village website, which the desktop site is is very informational. The mobile site is terrible. But the good thing <laughs> the good thing is we have. Our uh, host, you know, we're in the contract. Nothing says go on the mobile site more like telling people that the mobile site is terrible. Oh, it is. I mean, and the good thing is that we are, uh, they are, they're changing to a new server or something. So we are getting a free redesign and I'm going to have them focus on that. Right. You know, it's a little, it's real clunky to get through now. All right. So like the new mobile site for Evergreen Park, it'll be flashier. You'll be able to do fantasy football on it. Oh, absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. You'll be able to rate your beers. Right. It'll give you a restaurant guide, all that stuff, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it'll come It'll come out and pour your beer for I, you. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give you ideas for your mobile site. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with that. Donna Bailey has returned to my basement. Do people find it weird that you just skip out of work every week, come over here and hang out in my basement to tell me what's going on in the library? Like, it's just like, I'm going over to that guy's house with the podcast. I'll be back in a few minutes. Like, do they look at you like, okay, Donna, we're going to keep track of the time so that we know that you made it back okay? I mean, that would be like, no, they're not weirded out no, by that No, they're not all. weird at all. In fact, they're excited. They listen to it all the time. You should bring the whole crew down. I want the library here. Or I want to do a broadcast from the library. Is there a room where I can broadcast from the library? Like we have, some, yes, we have some rooms. Some place where I don't have to whisper because that would be a yes. really bad podcast. Yes, down in the lower level, we have a okay. conference room that seats up to 10 people, and we have our pro, big programming activity yeah. room, we need a meeting room, which we holds We need like to work something people. out. We need, to, we need to set something up where the where the EP podcast goes I'll, and hangs I'll out in the library one day. I'll hook you up with the people to talk to. Excellent. Okay, what do we got going on this week? Okay, so this is the week of Thanksgiving, which is, I'm starting to get hungry already thinking about that turkey. So we'll be making Thanksgiving crafts, snacking on jelly beans and popcorn while we watch Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving on Monday the 19th at 4 o'clock. On Tuesday, we have Make It or Take It again at 4 o'clock. This time, the teens are going to be making their own body scrubs. I think that's going to be very interesting. We their, also, own body, like, their own body like, scrubs. You were talking like soap? Yeah, well, like, you know, the granules that you could... They're going to uh, make soap. They're not going to make we have a soap making class. It's not soap. That's your Thanksgiving it's event. It's like a bath salty things where they you scrub to exfoliate uh-huh. your skin. That's so a, it's it's like a like the pilgrims did it. Now we're doing it. That's why yes. we're doing it this week. It's something keeps the kids. <laughs> it, these things are very popular. You laugh, but these things are very I popular. Guess I, I'm sorry. So um, and then I want to let you know that we are closing at five, five o'clock on Wednesday, and we won't open again until Saturday at nine o'clock oh my, for Thanksgiving. Come on. I'm just you guys telling. take the Friday after Thanksgiving off? It's, you would think you were city workers or something. There's no one coming into the library on the Friday after Thanksgiving. I, you know what I like to do on the day after Thanksgiving? I like to sit down with a good book. Now, if I need one, you're closed. Well, that's why I'm telling you ahead of time so you now can come get watch, it early. Now I'm going to watch like, you know, useless TV shows on cable and play Fortnite with my kid. My brain is going to continue to rot away because you closed. It's the downfall of society, Donna. When you check out a book, if it's a regular book, it's three weeks. Come in and get it next week. I don't week. know what I want to read until I say it's time to go read. 
You can always ask a librarian to tell us what you're interested in and we'll find you the book. So if I just walk in and I'd be like, I'm looking for a book on such and such, you'll find it. Yes. This feels like a challenge. All right. I'll be coming. I get that all the time. No, I'll, be I'll get in. people saying, yeah. I want to read something, but I don't know what. Right. I got to come up with a good one. I start trying to find out what they're interested in. Next time is. you come in, I'm going to start adding that to the segment where I just give you some ridiculous thing that I want to read about and see if you can come up with a book that does it. Oh, this is going to be great. This is, good. this is the greatest idea ever. I can't wait till the next time that we talk. It's going to be the best. Is that all that's going on this week? Um, no, actually. Good, when, good. Finish up because we got to get this segment done. We got to finish this podcast and I got to start coming up with stumpers for we you. We got really great things going on on Sunday. Sunday, we, I don't know if you know this. Uh, actually, let me back up a little bit to Saturday and Sunday. We have a uh, master gardener naturalist, Sue Palka, will help you make a fresh wreath. There's a limit of 12 per class and it does cost, uh, let me see, $25. But no, I can get. No, but it, we'll make $30. the wreath there for thirty yeah. bucks. I'll get a fresh, fresh wreath, actual wreath. So yes. with the with the like the evergreen tree, yes. it's a fresh one. It's a fresh one we've, for thirty we've, bucks. Yes, we've it's not done a bad this. deal. No, Making it's your not. own and getting it for the whole holidays. That's a pretty good deal. And the library smells incredible because you have all that the fresh one. I bet you fills up quick. That one fills up quick. Do they call you for that. Yes, they call us. What's the number again? Seven zero eight. 422-8522, or you okay. can sign up online on our on our homepage at evergreenparklibrary.org on the calendar. Get yourself a wreath. Get yourself a wreath. So those are really popular. We've done them every year, and they fill up fast. So are you a fake tree or a real tree person? I am uh, the daughter of a firefighter, so I am a fake tree person. <laughs> I grew up with whenever we try to say, hey, you know, Mom, Dad, why can't we get a real tree? My dad say, I've pulled too many dead babies out. Not going to do it. Wow. Way to go gruesome. Okay, yeah. Donna. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to finish up with? Oh, uh, yes. After dead babies? Yes. <laughs> On Sunday, we will be open from 9 to 4, but only because it's our annual holiday portraits. I don't know if you know this. We decorate up our, our reading room. Uh-huh. Beautiful Christmas tree. We have a fireplace in there. We've decorated it all up. And people come in and they have to bring their flash drive or USB. $25. They can get their family portrait taken in front of our fireplace and Christmas tree oh. so they can make their own holiday cards. Oh, and I like you, that. Before noon, you could even bring in your own pet if you have a pet that you want to include with your family. So this is like you got a whole thing set up where people could stand in front of it. Yep. With a big EP podcast banner behind them. Nope. All right, that ends the second, but, Donna. Okay. Thanks for crushing my dreams. <laughs> no, but uh, with this one also fills up fast, so call and make your reservation as soon as possible. On this one, Claudia Parker is going to be the photographer. An EP podcast sticker in the background. No. An EP podcast shirt on the dead. No. Don, I appreciate you coming in. We'll see you next week. See you later. Well, I was in Lanuti's basement one Friday night. I'll have another beer. I'll, I might spend the night if I have another one. Another two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Too many shots. It's getting late. It's Thanksgiving week, of course. That means once Santa is at the end of the parade route on your television set, or if for some reason you went down to brave the cold in downtown Chicago, you can actually start talking Christmas. Yeah, I know some people started right after Halloween. Something wrong with all of you. The Village has put it out there that due to the construction of the new community center, they're postponing the annual Dickens Christmas Festival this year, but they're having the annual Christmas tree lighting 50 Acre Park, 91st and Rockwell, Saturday, December the 1st. Mark your calendars. Music and festivities begin at 3.45 p.m. Tree lighting taking place at 6 p.m. 
performances by a bunch. EP Rec Department Dance Ensemble, SWCC Brass Ensemble, The Funny Little People, and the Evergreen Park High School Magidrill Choir. And then the annual Christmas concert of the City Lights Orchestra, Sounds of the Season, takes place Sunday, December the 16th at 7 p.m., and it's going to be held over at Most Holy Redeemer Church. It's for everybody. Tickets are free, but you got to pick them up at the EP Community Center at 3450 West 97th Street. And those tickets are limited. They go quickly. Get them now. I know, we're all thinking turkey this week, but we've got to start thinking what happens next because it's the craziest season of the year. Glenn, you're the inside guy in Evergreen Park. You're the public information officer. You're the guy that nobody sees, but you're involved in pretty much everything and you got to get the word out to everyone. You're probably really happy when big events are over or big problems are over, like the CSX tracks are open again. That has to be a pain in the butt whenever they close that down. We know it's we know it's inconvenient. Actually, the the village doesn't own 95th Street, which or nor do they own the train tracks. I think people don't understand that. That's owned by CSX, the feds. 95th is is IDOT. So they will let us know when they're going to do the work. That's all we can ask is give us plenty of, uh, you know, of of pre knowledge so we. That's know true. Can... That's something I don't think a lot of people get is that if it's a state road, the state technically handle the maintenance on the road. Well, so 95th it, Street is a state road. Right, and and we've asked them in, with some of these closures, can you at least do half at a time? Right. They're like, no, it's it's easier to get, just close the whole thing it's down. It's IDOT move. in the state, yeah. Right. That's exactly what, that's, and that's got to be difficult to have that running through the center of your of your town. Well, you got to remember that this that railroad has been there for a long time, and we built the city around it back in 1893. So... Yeah, you, you got to deal with the with the good and the bad. What would you say now, since you're you're in the middle of the in, entire uh, village, and of course, you and I were talking before you came on here, where the mayor has a desire to come on the EP podcast, we have a desire to have him. Uh, we know how busy it is, especially this time of year for him. We've been kind of keeping our distance. I don't want to I don't want to spook him out, you know, away. I don't want to scare him away. But I'm looking forward to having him on, and I'll ask him similar questions. But you're 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 right in the thick of everything that's going on in in the village. What would you say is probably one of the bigger challenges in getting the information out to people, but also uh, in just in just trying to communicate with the people of the village? What's one of the biggest challenges that you see that the, the village is dealing with right now? As far as specific things going on or the challenge of getting the publicity out? Uh, let's do both. With the specific things going on. What well, with me, it's it always uh, how can we hit everybody? Getting people to understand you know, the way a village works. You know, I think a lot of times there's uh, people question and you uh the best way to to see how a village works is to come to a board meeting you know that way you you see how the trustees how decisions are made and i think because people don't know the process you know that's 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 where i think a lot of of the rumor mill starts out on some of the social media well the weird thing about the village is that if you think about it it's it's i always look at the village as and i've seen it more now than i'm doing the ep podcast there's almost four neighborhoods in the village And then as itself, the village itself is like one big neighborhood and word of mouth almost spreads quicker than anything that you could put out. See what I'm saying? And when you're playing word of mouth games, things get twisted. People put their opinions into it. People get it. And and then you don't know what's going on. Like we were talking about the traffic cams on a show uh, a couple of episodes ago. Originally, and one of the reasons why I had reached out to find out from the village, like how exactly does it work? Even though it was just a blurb that was on the EP podcast. 
I was seeing so much where people were saying, oh, they're just like Chicago. You can't challenge them. You can't even do anything. You just have to send in your money. There's no way that you can prove that you you stopped. There's no way to review what happened because Chicago doesn't do any of that. So what you do is you get people that get that idea. And then when we reached out and got the information from your office and from the village, it, it was apparent that it was done differently and that it, there was a different process to how the whole thing worked that was better processed than what people were afraid that it that it was. with the. And there's only a few traffic cams. But people get upset and they get excited and they start to kind of draw their own conclusions. I heard this. I heard that. That's got to be a difficult thing as a village, even with a small area, because a small area, word of mouth probably even spreads quicker. It's almost more of a gossip pool that you get. And and that can all be settled. All you have to do is come into the village hall and ask or pick up the phone. You know, I mean, the mayor is very accessible. Anybody you talk to at the village hall will, will set you right. Right. You know, so that's. Yeah, there's coming to the board meetings, but there's really there's nothing that can't be solved by a simple phone call. And that's what I thought was really interesting. Like when I started the EP podcast, I was trying I was like, how do I reach out to somebody from the village? So I start searching on the thing and there's an email address that actually goes to you. It's me. Which yep. must be rough to get every email from anybody that ever. First thing I anything. do every is sit up there with my <laughs> cup of coffee. I sit there with my cup of coffee and my uh my little bacon wrap from Dunkin' Donuts. You're the guy that answers it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of that, I'll get something that's specific to, like, our building department. So I'll get that to them. Right. Or something for the street department. But you get the complaints, too, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, you get, get like, I'm really angry about such and such. And you, you, I mean, how many of them, on average, like, is it one out of five, you know, two out of of six that, that, that come to you in all caps? Like, how many all-caps emails do you get? Oh, like maybe just one a, or two. Just the angry, like, I'm just writing in all-caps type thing. Well, there's one fellow who does email us a lot in all-caps, but we know Did who he is. Did you explain to him that that's like shouting? Does he know that? We we know that <laughs> we know that he's harmless. You know, okay. we just, so, um, I, you know, I will admit that a, very few of them are actually viciously angry. Right, right. You know, it, it, usually it's more of like, can you explain this? And... You know, it, sometimes I'll reply, you know, with an answer if I know it. But, you know, I, I want to stay in my lane, too. So if there's something that, you know, really another department should be handling, they will get the email and, and they'll give me the answer, perhaps, to, to email back or they'll contact that person direct. You're sitting in the center of everything and you get these emails. So you get my email. And I thought this was really telling to go back to what you were saying earlier. I said, I'd like to know how do I reach out to people and have them on the show. And you just gave me all their phone numbers. I mean, I'm just, I'm just a guy. You don't know who, I mean, like, and, and that's how open that the village was. Well, like, I was expecting to jump through far greater hoops than, here's the mayor's phone number, call him. And I was like, wow. Like, I was just shocked by that. Or the, or the recreation department, they have their own phone number. Right. The youth department, they have their own phone number. You know, but they pick up the phone, too. Right. That's what oh, I yeah. was amazed by. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember when I, when I, <laughs> like, I am amazed by when I reach out to somebody, whatever I do. And, and now I could kind of say, well, you know, I've got the podcast now and people are starting to find out about it. But even when I started, nobody knew who the heck I was. I would call. And if I didn't get the person directly, like they picked up the phone while it was ringing, I would get a call back within less than an hour where somebody would call back and be like, what do you got going on? How can I help you? I was shocked by that. I, I don't know if that's from the fact that like I've now lived in multiple cities all across the country. I, you know, I was a resident in Chicago for a while as well. That's where I grew up as in the, I'm, I'm not an original Evergreen Parker, even though I've been there here now for 12 years. I've never had any experience with government quite like this one, 
because this one I can actually get the person on the phone and talk to them about it. Yeah, the mayor and then our village clerk, Kathy Aparo, they have been very big on, uh, to us, just we serve these people and it is our responsibility to, to help these people as best we can. Not everything that they're going to do is make everybody happy, but their responsibility is to provide a service to the village, and I think they do that well. Many hot dogs on my plate. Many hot dogs on my plate. Many, many hot dogs on my plate. And hot dogs is a metaphor for the so many things. And the plate is a metaphor for my life. Many things, many things, many things, many, 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 many things in my life are like hot dogs on a plate. Just sitting there, ready to make me fatter. Ketchup and mustard and other dipping sauces ready to tempt me. Why do you tempt me? Many, many hot dogs. Many, 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 many hot dogs on my plate. Our friend Paisha Allen, who runs the youth department in Evergreen Park, wants to remind you that the fall coat drive is still going on. You can also get some fall yard work taken care of. There's kids available. They're willing to work and help you out. They also have certified middle school babysitters available. Any questions for the youth department, give them a call. 708-229-3377. Next week, we got a women's hockey team coming in here. There's an area women's hockey team that actually plays over in Beverly, but has a lot of EP residents playing on the team. The bombshells were going to be in this week, but because of all the technical difficulties, we pushed them back to next week. They will be on the show sitting down here at the 9-foot homemade oak bar in my basement right here in Evergreen Park. And speaking of sporting teams, quick shout out to my alma mater. I'm Brother Rice, class of 95. Congrats, boys. Go get them in state. And a good season by Maris for all those Maris folks out there. But I got to give a shout out to my team. Very exciting for the entire area. We got a team going to state. I hope they take it home. Glenn, you're my impromptu co-host for the week. Before we get out of here, I learned that this is not the first podcast in the history of Evergreen Park. We're the second because you started one. I... I enjoyed doing it. Uh, it was it was me alone, you know, whereas you have people on. But I would take... You're it, though, this week because the whole computer crapped out. So that's it. It's there me and you. you. Oh, we You're had... the EP podcast. It's me and Glenn. What we had done is I would take a script based on that uh, email blast, you okay. know, what each week, what was going on. And I would pepper it up with, you know, some sound bites and all that. So, but... Uh, after eight, nine weeks, I would look at the numbers and, and of course I was doing that with, along with other things. And, you know, I just had to pull away from it. So to, I, that's why when I saw that you were doing this, I'm like, oh good. Cause we needed this. I know, but there was a little bit like when I, when you, you were like really responsive, but there was, I felt a little bit in there, like, oh, good luck with that. I tried this. This probably ain't going to work. You didn't feel that way just a little bit. I would have felt that way. I'd have been like this really, no, I you know how hard it is to convince people to listen to a podcast. 
Oh, I know. But, but see, I'm an <laughs> old time. What's a podcast and then I have to show them it on the phone? But I love radio. I told you I'm an old time radio. Right, guy. right, right. You know, I could do, you know, hundreds of voices. So I'm I'm an auditory voice guy. So you could do hundreds of voices. I could do. Well, that's how Mel Blank started. Give me a voice. In, what, 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 what can we this do? This is Kermit the Frog. I am reporting to you live from Evergreen Park, Illinois. You already have more talent than I do. Why aren't you doing this show? Well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, before your turkey has cooled, Christmas season will have started officially. And there's a lot going on in the EP over the next month or so for the holiday season. We're going to be out and about. Don't forget, the EP podcast can be part of the celebration for the 125th anniversary of Evergreen Park on the incorporation date, Thursday, December 20th, 6.30 p.m. over at the Evergreen Park Library. More details to come. Make sure that you're listening to the EP podcast each and every week to find out all about that and anything else that we have planned for this holiday season. And Glenn has something going on this holiday season. you got a theater group, right? And you have a holiday play. Well, and it's an interesting uh, story. I don't know how much time we've got here. Go but for it. Go back 10, 12 years ago, we had a bunch of churches that were, uh, there was the Evergreen Park Christian Reformed Church, that building on Holman, and I think it was uh, Park Lane Church, and there were three churches that were merging together. And the Christian Reformed Church, that building became available. I forget what the third church was, it might have been in Oak Lawn. And that building became available and the village purchased it with the idea of maybe expanding it, it for a place for the senior groups to go, because already 10, 12 years ago, you knew that community center was starting to get a little long in the tooth there. So uh, they put in, got, got some grant money, and put it into that building uh, to make it into a nice senior center. They have a, uh, a a beautiful dining room kitchen down there for their senior lunches. And then upstairs where the sanctuary was, it's a big open space and they have their um, exercise classes, yoga, tai chi, things like that. Well, in the evening, the dancers, or the recreation department dance uh, classes with a very strong group for the rec department, they use that. And there was, of course, a stage in the building and they built that up a little bit. And about six years ago, the mayor, who knew I had a community theater background, said, hey, Glenn, if you wanted to get a, a program going over there, it's, it's pretty much ready to go. So I went over there and take a look. And it's not a theater. You know, it's a big lodge room with a stage in it. So, right. okay. I mean, I look over the Evergreen Park High School. It, you know, they just did that renovation in their stage. And, you know, my mouth waters, you know, whenever I you see that. You come on, Mayor. So, how about I go do it over there Well, instead? so we, we've been able to add on to that to make it work, put in our own lighting system. You know, it's not a five-digit figure lighting system, but it works. And we've been at it for four or five years. We do a mix of... Uh, I call them adult shows. We've done Neil Simon, you know, Barefoot in the Park, Odd Couple. We we did on Golden Pond. We just finished uh, The Man Who Came to Dinner. In the uh, spring, we'll be doing um, The Crucible. Oh, wow. I also do uh, a youth program over there. There once or twice a year. We'll do a show that is really geared for uh, younger kids, teens. And you, I usually write those shows because that way I can, you know, whoever comes out and auditions, um, I can finish the script using the people that I know I have and what their strengths are. So, okay. um, and what makes it different is we'll never be able to do the big Rogers and Hammerstein, you know, big musicals because, you know, because of the stage size. And we've got neighbors, the Oakland Park District has been doing this for 30 years and they can do those shows well and, and right. Our niche is small theater because of the fact that we don't have any, uh, we have to have the floor open for different events. 
I can't have permanent seating in there. So we do banquet tables. You know, it makes it more of a intimate cabaret kind of a theater. So yeah, a full house for us is maybe 95 people. That still seems really neat. I mean, when you're it's looking fun. for little little things to do around the village, I wasn't aware that that existed. Like, what, what do you have coming up that soon? Okay, so uh, in two weeks, well, yeah, December 1st and 2nd, we've got a small Christmas show called It Happened One Christmas, uh, which is, is something I wrote. It is a, uh, a lot of familiar things you've probably seen before in movies. A young girl visiting her uncle who's brooding and hates Christmas. And so think Heidi you know, or secret garden. Right. And then she wants to give him the best Christmas ever. And because she makes that wish on the Christmas star, she's visited by the Christmas fairy. Don't give me the Fantasia, whole, don't give me the who whole takes play. her on a trip. Spoiler yeah. alert. It's, yeah, I want so people to go to it. It's fun. Okay. It's, it's fun. A lot of music. All right. Know, hopefully some comedy. So uh, two performances at the senior center. The first and second tickets are available at the community center now. So you can go to the community center, get your tickets there, and it's going to be at the community center. No, it'll, the show will be at the Shows at the Senior Center. Right. Where is the Senior Center? Ninety five forty seven South Holman. Ninety five forty seven South Holman. Old Church, Holman. right there on Holman. Okay, so that you can go over there, you can see a play. You're at banquet tables. Is there like food uh, given at this or no? But we have like Paisha. Now she'll be there uh, fundraising. She'll if be somebody selling... didn't know who Paisha was, they would think Paisha was some sort of dish that you. Our, put out. Okay, our well, that's true. That's... <laughs> Our Evergreen Park Youth Department. You said that, I'm like, oh, Paisha, does that come yeah, with chips? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, she'll love that one. That was for you, Paisha. Yeah, yeah she'll <laughs> she'll get on me about that one. Uh, but, you know, she, the Youth Department will be there uh, serving, con- you know, selling concessions so people can open their whatever cookies or potato chips. Glenn Panuski, who was nice enough to come and sit in my basement this week and help me out because the EP podcast had all kinds of technical problems and I had absolutely no idea how I'd be able to put a show up, but I appreciate you coming down and hanging out with me this week. No, this is a lot of fun. All right, next time that I you... I totally recommend coming on. And uh, you let me know where I got to drop off the envelope full of money to get the uh, the mayor on the show. You got it. Uh- <laughs> you, can, you can give it to me, unmarked. <laughs> Another show is wrapped up Another show's in the books Another show is wrapped up And then by the looks It's gonna be a good one And we'll see you next week And the nude is basement And the nude is basement Another show is wrapped up Another show is wrapped up Another show is wrapped up And it's in the books Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. The EP Podcast. <laughs> Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.